You're about to listen to a message from the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. is a beautiful day a great day because no one has seen a day like this before you see that's why they call it brand new day and then we give glory to almighty God for making us see the light of this beautiful day he enabled us to sleep and by his grace we woke up this morning we desired to be in his house this morning and he enabled us to praise God today is Thanksgiving Amen. It never occurred to me until Momichi mentioned it. Today was actually the 30th of April. The last day in the month of April in the year 2023. Some here, you were wondering, probably in December, how am I going to make it to January? You made it to January. You made it to February. March, and this is the end of April. You make it to the end of this year. And you get into 2024 in Jesus' name. And then when it comes to a day like this, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, but what the Holy Spirit dropped in my mind, beyond the dancing, beyond the singing, beyond the physical expression of worship, if we truly appreciate God, and that is the reason we've come to say thank you, is it just going to be a ritual that whenever it's Thanksgiving Day, we come, carefully select what we will wear, come to church, and dance? What happens afterwards? If you truly appreciate someone, you consciously, in your everyday life, you want to please him. There's a God in heaven who rules over the affairs of men. Pastor, thank you for giving me this opportunity. I was looking at myself like a guest minister when I was sitting at Sabbath Committee. You know. And um, when Pastor gives you opportunity to come and minister, you need to come and minister. You need to be sure God is telling you what you are to share. In fact, any man of God who is genuine and does this work efficiently and effectively will definitely make heaven. If you know God, not those that come to do gymnastics and whatever, if you truly know God and you come before God's people, you must put yourself in a state where you will receive from him to share. Because when I knew I'd be ministering today, I also tried to align myself. Every little opportunity I had in my official engagement in the last couple of days, I was using it for ministration. And someone shocked me yesterday night. Friday night, I went to commission a new office for one of our members. My responsibility takes me like 24 hours every day. That is the truth. <laughs> you know? And when I got there, after I started ministering to them, because all, all I had on my head and my mind was uh, Sunday, you know, all I could do was minister the word of God to the staff. 
minister to the owner of the company. And when I finished, do you know what happened yesterday night? Someone sent me a video clip. Somebody I never knew had anything to do with my industry sent me a video clip that he was inspired by, but he used the word motivational. <laughs> that he was inspired by, you know, somebody I didn't know. God has a way of confirming things. Then even in my household, there's one particular daily call that everybody will inspire ourselves to do. But this morning I decided to do it. That is taking the dogs for a walk. Because you have to wake up very early to walk the dogs. This morning, I knew I was ministering. Well, I wanted to be at peace with everyone. I wanted everybody to also intercede for me very well. I was the one that walked the dogs this morning. <laughs> Glory be to God. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. One particular translation said, holy and pleasing to God, this is your true and proper worship. I title this message, Ultimate Thanksgiving. When you truly appreciate someone, when you truly know that someone is your source, when you truly know that your existence is dependent on someone, what will be your culture? What will be your way of life? How will you relate with that person? How will you take his instruction or commandment? How will you behave when you know he sees you when any other person doesn't see you? How will your interaction with your neighbors be? How will you relate with your employers? How will you relate with your subordinates? How will your manner of life be like? I've come this morning with some questions. I read Romans 12:1 to give us a guide, the kind of life we should live. A sacrifice is normally something you hold and you sacrifice. And probably if it's a ram or God, you sacrifice it. Then when it says you are a living, that means it's a continuous. You are alive. You are a living sacrifice. When you present yourself, you present your all. That song we sang, the hymn, you know, I had to look for it. Because as a young Orthodox Christian, we were used to some of these songs. And that is why those hymns you see, that's why you still go to some Orthodox church, you still find some very good faithful Christians. Because some actually understand what they are doing. But at times, we, that we're supposed to have the liberty, but at times we take it for granted. Take my life and let it be. Take my silver and my gold. Does a sacrifice has a say to tell the person who is sacrificing it whether cut from the neck or cut from the leg. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ paid the ultimate price. 2,000 years ago when he was crucified on the cross. Because that was what he came to do. Did we read about him saying, 
nail from the head or nail from the hand or nail from whatever. He just yielded himself. Because that was a deal he signed on to. We learned here in this church, even when they tried to reduce the pain for him, he refused. So he felt the full pain of what he committed to do. God didn't allow him to be crucified on the cross and probably create a scenario as if he was dead, probably kept him alive, and later make, how would I put I don't know how to really, but he died. He died. It's quite easy when we come. Thank you, Jesus. Showing gratitude to God does not go with your dance step. That is just dance step. Some person used to rehearse dance step for Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. Those dance steps is not a sign of gratitude. You are just enjoying yourself to the rhythm and sound of him. That's why when they praise God in your mother tongue, you react better. When you can't understand the phonetic in some songs, you don't, re- you don't respond. But some of those songs are so deep. When you are truly grateful, it pours from your heart. You want to sustain that momentum. Because God is faithful. God is faithful. You know, when we're singing that uh, uh, special number, my worship changed gear. As they were singing, I just remembered when I was living in a sublet in this Abuja. Sublet is where somebody has a house and rent one room to you. And I'm not telling you, take by moonlight to. Pastor knows the house. Mommy, she also gave me a trophy load that I used there. And as I was watching, suddenly I remembered how far he has taken. You see, at times we don't remember what God has done for us. My mind went. I remember my Mr. Bushi Lancer. He. Akuti, answer me there. Pastor Emma, these people have been around. <laughs> I remember my Mosibushi Lancer. Oh, you know, the thing went to another gear. You know, you see, you see, out of this, your heart, that is where everything resides. So, I mean, why I proposed to my wife in that sublet. I had a fairly good office, but where I was staying was nothing too good to write about. <laughs> you know, but that's life. God takes you from one level to another. He's not a magician. He takes you one step, you know. So don't be downcast concerning where you are now. He's taking you somewhere. He's taking you somewhere. He's faithful. All he wants from you is your yieldedness. You know, we used to charge, you know, threaten the joy force, walk, do this one. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. You should be asking, what, what do I need to do? What, what do I need to do? Because God is in heaven. The only way you can actually express your service to him is through his work here. It's through you. You are the God a lot of persons are saying. So long as you declare he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, you become his representative. All he wants is a willing heart. God is not looking for a perfect heart. God is looking for a willing heart. Am I communicating? Once you are willing, he will use you. Once you are willing, he will use you for his work. God is not looking for people who are already equipped. He doesn't call those who are already equipped. 
He equipped those he has called. That's, that's, you know, at times when you read the scriptures, you know, at times I try to see where Jesus posed. I remember I say, ah, the triumphant entry. He entered in grass style. You know, a lot of things. And even some of the miracles, you know. Turning water to water was a, it was a big deal. If you know what couples go through during wedding, you understand what I'm talking about. Are you getting it? Have I drink one finish show? Da, 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 da. I remember during my wedding, ah, the choir organized, they prepared all the food. Because two days to that wedding, I didn't really have, I made some other arrangements, but there was no money for food. Choir contributed. Am I talking to some workers this morning? Choir rallied around and there, and there was more than enough. Bankole, you were there. I think we had enough food. Yes, we had enough food. I used the Momichi's car to, as a bridegroom's car. Then when I was going there, I drove back with Pastor's Concord. When I looked at that car, I said, did I actually drive this car? But that car was looking top-notch. Because then it was, you know, correct Concord Mercedes 380S with chilling air condition. The only one I drove with care is Momichi's own. Because when you accelerate it, she will say, are ah, you accelerating it too much? So whatever we need in life, God has already put in us. When I mean in us, the body of Christ. So brethren, your reasonable service to the most high God is for you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Secondly, you need to recognize God's goodness. Can we take Psalm 107 verse 1? Can you just probably, at times, you take a sober moment, sit back, probably, they say, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and for his mercies endures forever. At times, you just calm down. I do it regularly, you know, because for every one of us, we also have our challenges, we have our sad moments, we have our sad memories, we have some things that, but once you take time before you do it for two minutes, your countenance will change. You can never put what God has done for you side by side what you think devil has done and devil will score 1%. No, never. So when you ponder on this, on the goodness, on the mercies of God, some of us travel day in, day out. We fly and we land. We are not the one flying the plane. Just say, fly, land. Well, when you come, you take down your whatever, you jump down. Mm. Some people also left like that. They didn't come back. Only probably when we get to near disaster, we'll remember to give glory to God. This normal sleep, let me call it common sleep, that will sleep. Some very fit people, very fit, all around. They eat well, they, they, they exercise well, they do all. Some sleep, and they don't wake up. There must be something attached. You tell you, it's cardiac arrest. A stroke, it's heart attack. Something was this sleep, you sleep and wake up and you come and pose. You sleep, wake up, is because God wants you to be alive that day. So as you thank Him for giving you life that day, you should also ask Him, Lord, what do you want me to do? Are we getting it? When you fuel your car, you don't fuel your car to leave it in the garage. You fuel your car. For use. I want us to recalibrate our thoughts concerning how we see our maker this morning.
is for his use. And his use is several ways. God wants to show you off, but not showing you off for yourself. You must use it to testify of his goodness. When I got to this consciousness, you know, in some time past now, as a businessman, whenever I'm going through a transaction, I say, this transaction, is it the one I can share the testimony? That is it. If it's not the one I can share the testimony, I will shy away. So, what I'm saying this morning, when you have this understanding, your conduct will definitely change. I don't want to use the word that we're under God's employment, but we're under God's employment. The attitude I referenced earlier when I was starting this message of when you have opportunity to share with brethren, you try to comport yourself, you try to consecrate yourself, you try to... It doesn't mean only when you carry the microphone. It should be your way of life. If they don't still know you as a child of God in your office, you should also look inwards and find out the reason why. If you are not confident enough to belong to an assembly and invite persons to come and fellowship, especially the unbelievers or those who are, yes, especially the unbelievers. If you, if you don't have the confidence to do that, you also need to look inwards. Plus or minus, our assignment on this part of eternity has a timeline. It's not an opportunity that is forever. Even if you know the date that he will call you, it will make sense. Nobody knows. So every day is an opportunity to express your thanksgiving to the most high God. To let him know that he is your God. Every day before you sleep, search yourself. If there's anything you've done wrong that day, beg for forgiveness because you might not see the following day. I pray everyone in this assembly that God has called will live life in full. None will be cut short. We will not find any premature death in this assembly in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Obeying God's commandment is another way of expressing your gratitude. John 14, 15. Jesus says, if you love me, if you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. When you love someone and the person tells you something, or let me put it the other way around. When you know someone loves you and you love that person, if he gives you an instruction, if it's an instruction that requires urgent response, do you know you first of all respond before you ask why? <laughs> Say, Chris, jump from here. Now, 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 now. Because you are the one looking at me. I know you all love me. You think I will not start looking for what? I will first of all jump before I even check what has. I say, what happened? So we need to actually search our heart. Do we really love God? Or we see Almighty God as an ATM when we need some things, we just draw without us caring what, how. And when we do that, we also say, He has done it again. And we'll move on. 
We were created in God's image. So, the way we feel, God also feels. The way we are jealous, God is also a jealous God. The way we want people to trust us, God also wants us to trust him. The way you feel cool when your son or your daughter walks up to you and asks you some questions that has to do with his or her future and say, please daddy, what do you think about? That is the way God also feels. The way you also have challenge in certain areas and you feel those who walk up to oh, there's a way I feel. How can I do? He will help you because he's almighty God. There are some group of persons in them called the Macedonian Christians in 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 5. The Macedonian Christians, first of all, gave themselves to the Lord, which also made it very easy for them to also joyfully offer their time, their money, their strength and possession for the work of the ministry. I always say, see beyond the physical. In the early church, they always have more than enough. Needs don't come. The needs are met. Because everybody sees it. This is our ministry. This is the work God has committed to us. So when you have this understanding, if you say you've given your life to God, you've given your all, and we sing it all the time, what happens? Will you find it difficult giving your possession? The way every one of us wants to try out some things, you want to see how somebody reacts to you on certain things, you start the person up with something small. And the faithful God does it for every one of us. There are some things he will throw to you, give it to you, and see what you do with it. Are you getting it? What you do with it. In a church, you say, we need 500 million. What do you do with it? Then you, there's a testron, there's one who has orchestrated your life journey, just left you on free 500,000 or 20,000 or whatever, it depends. And those are, he expects to see how you react with that one he has given to you. And you say, no, this one is for me and my to eat and now will die the following day. Are we getting it? And you miss an opportunity. Imagine if God appears live here and say, everybody here, bring your possessions. I believe we'll all do. Hello? No, I just want us to be... We learned here in church some time ago, practicing Christians. I want us to practice all these things. If, if you don't practice it, it won't become your way of life. So being a living sacrifice means committing your time for the work. Committing your strength for the work. Committing your possessions for the work. Committing your finances for the work. I think if there's anybody, anything you can take risk on, Take risk on God. Give because you know he's the one that has given to you. Walk, participate in ministry work because you know he's the one that called you out of darkness. You are not better than those Shango worshippers. You saw light. He drew you to himself. And you are now his own. You need to truly be his own. That should be our lifestyle. Amen. When we truly appreciate God, when we are truly grateful to God, 
will also take time to also care for our brothers and our sisters, our parents. Hello? Selfless service means reaching out to brethren. You are the Jesus they see. There's this old song in the church. I used to be a man's servant in the Catholic church. Well, I didn't know where Corinthians was in the Bible. I didn't know there's any book called Habakkuk. But I was very fervent getting to church by 5 a.m. And there were some little towns around this other bigger town that don't have churches. So by 5 a.m., we will get to church. Then take care of all the cup, communion, everything. And we'll dash up to one village nearby. And we'll come back before 6.30. And if it's your turn to wash plates in the house, that does not exclude. You must still wash plates. And you must still get to school before 8. And we were serving God. We were loving God. We were so, you know, being the one that will hold the uh, saucer when it gives you some level of, you know, and when we misbehave in course of the week, on Wednesday we'll come and beg for forgiveness and the life continues. But then there's a song that we used to sing, which also makes so much sense. And there is the makes sense today. It says, the song goes this way. Whatsoever you do, to the least of my brother that you do unto me. When I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. Now enter into the joy of my father. So no matter the whatever you do in all this, if you cannot also reach out to the least of your brethren. You've not done anything, no. Because that is actually love in action. When you do for yourself, is good. But when you do to reach out to others, because, not because they are just human, because they are children of God. You say that you've, you've done it. Amen. Please, am I communicating? So when you reach out, that shows that you appreciate the most high God. Amen. That means you are. So it's not just on Thanksgiving Day. Every day. Let this be your style. Let it be your lifestyle. Amen. Let it be your lifestyle. When you treat your spouse well. You also acknowledge him. It's also Thanksgiving. That the person you gave to me. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm taking care of her. I'm also playing my role as a wife. I'm taking care of him. We're also taking care of our children. Everything is showing that you acknowledge your maker. And he will do more. I remember vividly well during uh, Good Luck Jonathan's era. There's one influential person there that also helped me one way or the other. The man is no longer in government. <laughs> you know? Do you know periodically? Yeah? I will just take something and be taken to him. He's not even in a position to do anything. Are you getting it? 
He's not even in position to, but I keep, how are you doing? Hope you are fine. Ah, da, da. Are you getting it? You see, gratitude is not just saying thank you and you go. Gratitude is that you keep on letting that person know that thank you, thank you. Are you getting it? Through your actions, not just mounting it. Praise God. I also have here, though I've mentioned it before, when we share the good news, you don't have to pastor a church. You don't have to be a HOD. You don't have to be a chorister or in evangelism department of the church. You don't have to be a joy force worker for you to reach out to souls. Say, go ye into the world and make disciples. When you comply to this instruction, you're on the right track. And there are so many ways to do it. If you can't talk, at least invite people to church. If you can't invite people to church, which is, I doubt, that one is no excuse for that. Anybody can invite because once you have the church address, you can invite someone to church. Please, what I'm saying this morning, don't just hear me and not go. We have to begin to practice it. You know, we we'll hear a lot of words from this church day in, day out. But please, just practice it. I was sharing with pastor the other day. I say, some things I do in the secular space. I wonder, where did I learn it? I discovered that most of them, I learned them in church. I'm leading an industry in Nigeria, one of the most critical industries in Nigeria, the private security industry. We have over 4 million Nigerians engaged by our members. We have about 1,750 members. And I'm the national president. And most times, if I'm here, I must come for prayer meeting. And most times, if you don't see me around, I'm, I'm probably presiding over something somewhere. Service. This service I've started since 1997. No transfer, no change of church, no quarrel with pastor to run away for some time. Just in here. No, no, no. Here. If I go to some places, they will call me doctor. Some they will call me this thing. Da, da, da. The last one I went to Lagos, they introduced me. I wanted to stop there. They said, chief. I said, no, they should march break there. That is going too far. Same place. When you are planted and you know it's a good ground, you will definitely blossom. I don't think I've left this city since 2007 for more than a month. Maximum one month. Maybe for holiday. Maximum one month. So I get my nutrients from here. The vision to pastor that is come and raise men who God can use. And at times I'm always happy inside. I say God is using me in a lot of areas. Not just with him, but internationally. And you wonder, when do I, I, I used to do, when you don't see me, I'm doing something. <laughs> Are you getting it? God can use you. Make yourself available. Use every opportunity you have to spread his word. See yourself as someone who people will look at and see Jesus. Truly be a living sacrifice. You know, the tendency at times, some God will take you to class one. Because you just left nursery, you think you've achieved. Are you getting it? One. From one, eh? you are supposed to go to two and three and four. And you get to from four. Ah, the, you're, they've handed over to your classmates. You are now senior. Meanwhile, there's university to go to. There's postgraduates. 
there's whatever. So what we do at times, we, we, we get to relax easily. But where God is taking us to, we cannot even imagine it. So it's not for you to slow down. Church is not a place for big manism. Church is a place for service. Service. Whenever I hear Joseph of Arimathea, I used to be happy. I like him. Joseph of Arimathea. It's just like, imagine, they say this man is a big criminal. We need to crucify him. And that is the criminal. Everybody saying, crucify him, crucify him, crucify him. They ended up crucifying him. He is now dead. Not alive for, for him to recognize who came to carry his body. He is now dead. Then a senator of the Federal Republic of Nigeria say, give me his body. Hi. <laughs> that man is a man of substance. You know what it means? Give me his body. Without minding he, what they will, because uh, nothing like he, he did consider his integrity. He didn't consider his status because he know he understood the gospel that this man will rise from the dead. And he also know that, oh, giving him that tomb, he was not, let it be that this was where he was buried. But I believe Joseph of Arimathea has so much faith in Christ that he knows that that same tomb will be available for him. <laughs> are we getting it? These are people, all those things are there in the scripture as a guide for us. There's nothing we are doing here now that is new. In fact, the atmosphere is too conducive now for us to minister the word. I don't think there's anywhere you go now you want to preach that they want to cut off your neck or crucify you upside down. No. Even in some Arab countries, they... They even tried. They put some areas you can be preaching your gospel there. And some of their people used to sneak in to also worship there. We have a lot of underground churches all over the world. Because people are, we don't have any excuse. We need to show ourselves. You know, there was a time I was trying to be politically correct. So, because of the kind of people I work with, one day, one of them walked up to me. He said, Chris, where is the East? Hi. Where is the East? And they showed him the east too. And before I knew it, these guys, about three of them, they just rolled their mouth. If you had come to my office that day, you would wonder whether I've converted to. Yes. You know, but we need to let people know where you stand. And that was a couple of years ago. But you see, they don't try it again. If they are having a meeting and it's time for them, they will drive off. But see this, these guys are unapologetic about what they believe in. They are not afraid they will sack them. If you sack them and he mentions it that you sacked him because he was praying, ah, they will make him a palm sack. So it's high time we declare to our world what we believe in. Praise God. And... Let our light so shine. Brethren, arise and shine. For that light has come. For the glory of God is risen upon us. When you do it, God is the rewarder. As I begin to round up, there's this story that always touched me. I always share it. That is the story of Dorcas. Somewhere at chapter 9. Dorcas was someone who actually practiced some things of being a good example 
in her community, reaching out, making sure the widows there, they don't lack clothing or anything. He made them so good, you know, they were happy. Her being around them makes them joyful. She was a good representative of the most high God. And suddenly, Dockers died. When Dockers died, those who she has been reaching out to say, no, she cannot die. And they called Peter. Peter didn't want to be carried away with the assertion. He said, you go outside. And Dockers was raised from the dead. And joy again, happiness continued. Hmm? Joy unlimited continued. I don't know your station in life. I don't know what you are believing God for. I don't know what is dead in your life. Is it your business? Is it problem? Is it, is it anything that is dead? Just do the right thing. We have a God who can always restore. He always restores. Is it your health? He always restores. The worst case scenario I saw, I read about it, it was the case of Job. Whenever I think at time about my life, I, when I read Job, I say, no, it's nobody is like this. <laughs> you know, you know, when you hear, like, one bereavement, I almost died. I say, Job, one, two, three, Abba. No, are you getting it? But if Job can be restored, and the kids that came after all these big challenges, they say they were the prettiest. Have we smelt close to what Job passed through? Let's be on our feet. We'll yet dance, and make sure you dance well, but dance with understanding now. We'll dance, we'll dance very well. When we are taking those steps today, we'll know we are taking it with an understanding. Begin to thank God. If it has never occurred to you how far God has helped you, eh? just reflect on it. Reflect on it. That sickness would have killed you. You would have died in that sin. Do you know what your enemy has planned for you? But they didn't succeed. Do you know how many graduates have come against you? But those graduates were scattered. Because God has a plan for you. Today is a new day. Let's realign our hearts to our maker. Father, we are indeed grateful. I'm grateful to you, Lord. I'm grateful. You are God Almighty. Your mercies endures forever and ever. God of wonder beyond our galaxy. I tell you, I glorify your holy name. You are God. You are God. Almighty God. All loving God. Our creator God. We give you all the glory, Lord. Who will not just be a hearer of your word, but will be a doer of your work. Thank you, the most high God. We give you praise, O Lord our God. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Squarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashankari, Abuja. 9 a.m. on Sundays and 6 p.m. on Wednesdays. For telephone, 09-290-9000 or 703 You can find us 
online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you. Love just as you are.